Welcome back, loyal listeners and super fans of the Bucktooth Gremlins. Uh, we are we're very, very happy to thank again Greg Sestero from The Room and the Disaster Artist for joining us last Miracle week. Miracle Valley. Miracle Valley, director, writer, producer of Miracle Valley, who's appearing at uh, Megacon currently. He's in down Orlando. in Orlando. He's yeah. been blowing up my phone, telling me about Orlando and how great it is. I can't wait to hear stories of who he hung out with and who got into fights and stuff. Oh, God, fights. All right, so again, the Gremlins, I'm Kevin. I'm Pete. I'm Sean. And, we're, you know, this week I think we're going to do something a little bit different. Uh, we're going to but Before we on. do that, what have you, what's been going on with you the last couple of weeks, though? Nothing. Nothing? No. Sean and I have been going like comic crazy. Well, Sean, yeah. Sean's got... We've, I've, hit, we've hit heritage. I, I've got so many collectibles and stuff that I didn't need to get involved in something else new. Because you love it. Because you're a hoarder. And, and now, I'm not a hoarder. You are. Well, you... No, a hoarder hoarder is junk. You cried when I was going through your I crappy... I cry. Let me finish. When I, you, I was going through your crappy pop vinyls, which are worth probably about yeah. 14 cents combined, you were literally... No, I've got, I've got a couple of valuable pop vinyls down there. Okay. And well, I've decided what I'm going to do is I think I'm going to give them to my friend Chris and Jen's daughter because she's a pop vinyl head. I think your best move is starting to get those pop vinyls autographed. I did. I think that was a good idea. All right. And those are the only ones I'm really going to keep. Yeah. And I may keep like that rare Jaws one, a couple of the rare ones. You have three of them. Right. And they're worth like $150. They're not worth anything until you sell them. We're, we're going to sell those to fund the comic. The comic thing? The comic well, thing what, are, what are we doing with the comic thing? We don't exactly. know yet. It's up in well, the air. We could, no, we could bring it up. Every, you know, everybody it's up does. in the air. We're looking to buy we're gonna, lots. We're going to restore and Try to restore them and get them out there. Because some people pay dumb fucking money on some of these comics. People do. People they, like them. Oh, yeah, they, they do. They pay stupid it's a money. Good, it's a good market. It's a good collector's market. It's. it's I mean, we bad. were watching today in auction. What did that Superman number one go for? It wasn't number one. The super, yeah, it was Superman number one. It, it went for $1.2 Oh, in the beginning. Yeah, $1.2 million. And then Bat- dollars. Batman's first appearance went for $1.7 like Batman that. went for more than Superman. Close to that, yeah. It's insane. Nuts. There's money it's to be made, people. It's just like people who buy movie posters today. People are spending. We we could have had made so much money if we would have known back in the 80s and 90s how much money these posters from the 80s and 90s would have gone. We would have made a fortune. Well, dude, garbage pail kids. We all had them. Yeah. If we would have kept those cards. Pokemon cards. Pokemon. Toys. Even more. Pokemon even more. Like Pokemon, yeah, there's some Pokemon nuts. cards worth millions. Nuts! Imagine even some Star Wars figures, you know, wrestling figures, everything. Okay, yeah. Kevin, what does that Hulk Hogan wrestling figure go for that I keep threatening you I'm going to buy? Oh, the Popey, which is really rare. You can probably barely find it. It was a Japanese like Safubi wrestling figures back in like 1980, 81. Uh, you, you you don't have the cash for that. Well, what, but, did, what but, did it go for? I think I saw the last one was like twelve grand. But can you imagine getting that one signed by Hogan? Because he signs regularly at his store down in Florida. Yeah, I don't know if it would decrease the value. I'm not that. That's not my uh, between area of expertise. The, between the three of us, we probably have enough knowledge with collectibles in different areas. Me, it's the autographs. Me, it's the autographs. You, it's yeah, the comics. The comics. And Kevin's Kevin, the figures. Yeah. So we we know a lot about a lot of collectibles. Then you got a couple other people we know that know posters and things like that. So we have a lot of people with a lot of knowledge. So it, we need to try to come up with a way to to harness all that together. And I mean, I took your advice and bought that Star Wars comic at Comic Con for like fifteen bucks. It was no, it wasn't fifteen. <laughs> it was thirty. It was thirty. But what's it worth now? A hundred and eighty, two hundred. The last time I looked. Yeah, and I should get that slabbed and graded. Is what I should do because I haven't touched it. Well, look at that's almost four. What five times the value you bought it for? Almost the next day. And I and I should have bought two, and I was furious that I did. Yeah, you should have. I did, and you were like, you're buying two? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I, but I think that's what our plan is going to be next year when we go to New York Comic Con is that we're going to sit and go right to the exclusives. Get the yeah. list of all the exclusives, buy them right away. Yep. And then just put them away. Yep, day one. And day one, and, and that's it. it should be any con you go to. Speaking of cons, with like Sestera's going to cons now, he, right? I've been, he's been blowing up my phone a little bit. He's at MegaCon in Orlando. Kevin, who's there at MegaCon? Uh, the, right the list is crazy. Well, yeah, Greg, Ralph Macchio, uh, Zapka. William Zapka's there, Christy Brinkley. Is Cove there too? Uh, Martin Cove is there, yeah. yeah. He had a funny story about Cove. On, if you guys haven't listened to the Greg Sestero episode, yeah, you got to hear him tell a story about Martin yeah, Cove. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people. Yeah, we'll give, we're gonna, we're, we should be giving him shout outs to the different cons he goes to because he does a lot of cons and you know we should definitely be shouting out. Well, I'm going, with, I'm going with him to the one in Boston that he does in April and 
Uh, August, rather. And Kevin, didn't you say like Chevy Chase was tar- charging? Chevy Chase, yeah. I don't know what the exact number is, but I heard it was pretty high. $240 for a selfie? I'm not sure. He doesn't go to... There. I have never seen Chevy Chase. He's, start, he's starting to do it now, but I, I mean, he was on the Turner Classic Cruise when I was there in November. He's pretty frail. He was getting pushed around with a wheelchair. Ah, oh, man. Uh, John Cleese is also there. Cleese, is, does, Cleese does a lot of cops. Hayden Christensen. Yeah, but he'll be at the one in Philly that we're going to in July in uh, June. Yeah, there's a lot. Well, Sam Raimi's a big one. Sam, too, right? Sam yeah. Raimi, will be, he'll be at the one in June, too. Yeah. We, we should try to do a show from there, actually. I think we should get a booth at Comic-Con next year and sell all your junk. It costs this. too much money to get those booths. Ah. The con, it depends which con. It does. You know, and um, I think it, it's, just, it's, it's too much freaking money. Kevin, what are we doing this week? Well, because it's funny you guys are talking about things, you know, being old and kids, are, we're getting old because we're going to discuss the 40th anniversary of just the Outsiders. Like, I couldn't believe it's 40 years. Uh, I'm looking yes. for the exact yes. Outsiders, you I'm know. looking for the exact date that it came out. I believe, yeah, it is definitely 40 March years. March 25th, 1983. Yeah, very so, close. Yeah. Wow, it's almost to, yeah, the, so yeah. it's almost to the It's almost to the day when we we're just recording missed it. this. We, we just, just missed, we just missed it. it. Yeah, um, yeah. March 25th of 1980. And I saw it in the theaters. I think I'm the only one that did. Yeah, I was only eight years old. Yeah, I didn't. I the, definitely, that was an HBO movie. You, you were eight, right? I was eight years old. And yeah. you were uh, uh, ten. ten. And ten. yeah, it was HBO, but I actually liked the version that came out after that was re-edited. The, uh, we'll go into that later. Yeah. I've got some issues with it. Kevin yeah, I and I actually it. have the same issues yeah, with it. Yeah, a lot of issues. Um, yeah, I was, so I was 13 when it came out. And I remember seeing it at the Sunrise Mall. Yeah. And it was an empty theater. The film bombed when it came out. Wow. It was not a hit. Um, what did it cost to make? Like 10 mil, right? Pr- no, probably less than that. No, I think it was budgeted at 10 mil it, and the gross was 25. It opened to 5 million. It doubled its money. Yeah, it did double it. But don't forget, you're not in, you know, with that 10 million budget, you're not and it, it only opened 5 mil. Like, so right. it opened half so it, of what it well, cost. Don't forget, movies hung around longer in those yeah. days yeah. because there wasn't as many screens and you weren't blowing pictures out on 3,000, 4,000 runs. Yeah. And and the above the line, there was nobody above the line that was and worth a damn. I don't that know point. if 10 million is like a true number because they shot the entire thing in Tulsa, Oklahoma, right? Yeah. How much yeah, could it have cost actually? Exactly. So was it an inflated budget? I don't know. I mean, I read the book in ninth grade. Yeah, it was almost like required reading. Right. Back then. So, and I'm trying to think. Ninth, so I was thirteen, about fourteen, and I. So grade, I probably 14. So did I? Did I read the book? Did I read the book after? I read the book. Yeah, I had to have. I have. I, I had to have read the book before, uh, after the movie. It was like required reading, right? And it, it was. It was. Part it was, of that it was required in You got the grade. list, and there were a bunch of books, and then the outsiders. That to me, I was like, "Ooh, that sounds it, cool." It still should be required reading. In what my was Essie Hinton? Was she? A, she wasn't a teacher, was she? No, I, did, I don't think she was a school teacher. The woman, right? The the librarian from California was the one who got Coppola. That's Coppola. what happened. Her and the kids, Sam, seventh and eighth graders, yeah, yeah. wrote Coppola a letter, and which he is amazing. The, Isn't that that, amazing that, that, that it was yeah. that easy it's for awesome. it to happen? Right, one of the greatest directors of all time reads a letter, and it, it hit a nerve with him, and yep. he made like, and he know, made the movie, he made the movie, and it's. Uh, Not the only movie, did he make the movie, he went to Oklahoma where it was booked and, was based and, 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 the made au- that and movie. I think the author also wrote the script. I think Essie Hinton and wrote the script. The, she was also the nurse, right, in the hospital. Yeah, she was the nurse yeah. in the hospital that Matt Damon tells her, get out of here. Get <laughs> out of here. You make me sick. And I think Francis Ford Coppola was the daughter that he's like, get out. Like they yell yeah, at the her little, the little dice yeah, or he, something. He always put his daughter in cameos in movies at that point. And then he started like when Peggy Sue got married, sort of giving her speaking roles and stuff. And right. she's now become a big time director on wait, her own. Wait, was she the one at the, when he told the guy, the little kid, kid yeah, burger, give me a change? Yeah, yeah, yeah that oh, was her. Wow. That was her. He always used to put her in the credits as the name Domino. You got a dime, Domino. Yeah. That's right, Domino. That's and always, Domino was also in the other one that was in Oklahoma with Matt Dillon, Rumblefish. Rumblefish. She, she played. Was, Diane, she was in I, that too. I think she played Diane Lane's sister. Yeah, she was credited in that as well. Right. Francis Coppola was so ahead of his time, like Google, like responding to the audience, like people do today. That's kind of how they run everything. I mean, we'll talk about Essie Hinton. And I, I, I guess at the towards the end when we, you know, go over what other her books made it into movies, there was a run that she had. Um, but I mean, back with the Outsiders, I think the first thing we've got to look for is the cast that was oh. assembled at that point. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It's a crazy who's who. I yep. mean, there's not one main lead that misfired off of that film. No, none. And at the time, they weren't who they become. Well, you had C. Thomas Howell a year removed off of E.T. Yes. Matt Dillon really hadn't broken out no. yet. I mean, you had My Bodyguard and Over the Edge he did. This was his first, I think, 
big role. Would you? I wonder if you would say like, was was technically Leaf Garrett like the most popular Leaf, member of the cast. Leaf at that Garrett time? was probably the most well known well, because no, there's a saying, yeah. there's a joke that they made apparently on the set. Do you ever see the poster where they're all sitting there laughing? Yeah, that the movie yeah. poster. It's them all yeah. smiling and laughing. It was supposed to be a real serious look that they were they were going to do. And the story is they were shooting that on set, you know, behind a backdrop. Leaf Garrett goes over to the craft services table, and Ralph Macchio says to Leaf Garrett, that's only for the talent on the film. <laughs> and they all started laughing, and that's the picture that ended up on the well, poster. That's or, a good cover. Or Tom good Waits. Poster. Maybe was Tom Waits bigger than Leaf Garrett? Tom Waits was in it. He yeah. played, Tom um, Waits was in it. Yeah. He played Buck Merrill. Yes. No. No, no. Did um, he, play, he played Buck Merrill in... Rumblefish. Yeah. Rumblefish, the owner of the pool hall, right? Yeah. He's the owner of the yeah. pool hall and the outside. Uh, who was Tom? Tom Waits isn't in the outsider. Yes, he is. He's the one that they go to in the I think bar. He is. He's Dude, he that, might be Buck, Is he the bartender he, owner? He answers the door when they oh, knock that, to go to see Matt Dillon. Dillon. Is he Buck Merrill in both movies? Could be. Because there is a shared, even though they're he not. He only has the one line in the outside. I think he might be the same character, though. In a way, they. Kevin, can you look that up real quick? Those films aren't connected in really any way. No, they're not. Um, Rumblefish is isn't Rumble, no, it's the same, same same author. I bet you it was because he, he I I assumed he was the bar owner in that Tom Waits, and then in in Rumblefish he was the pool hall owner. Yep, maybe he's the same. Well, he played the same type role. I mean, they were close behind too. Wasn't Outsiders first, then Rumblefish a right year, after? And later. Rumblefish was Oklahoma as well. Yep, a year later. No, and you Pony, brought, and no Pony Boy is in Rumblefish. No, he's not. I don't. Yeah, yes. In in the movie, in the book, they're similar. The he movie. used he shot it a year later, and he used the cast basically the same cast. Almost, no, he only right? used you know, Dylan, Dylan, and Diane, Diane Lane, Lane. Mm-hmm. and then uh, Mickey Rourke was a uh, motorcycle boy. Yeah. Motorcycle boy. It's a it's a yeah. fail. It's it's a it's a failed art film. It's very interesting to go back and watch he is Rumblefish. Buck Merrill. He is in Buck both Merrill movies. In both. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. So it, it's it's an interesting. Have you watched Rumblefish at all in a long time? No, no not, not in a long, long time. time. It, a long it, time. it was not a good watch for me as a teenager, the way The Outsiders was, because it's very esoteric on Rumblefish. Look at it now. It's a more interesting film, but again, it's like a failed art film. Well, and we'll, you had Mickey Rourke at that point just on the cusp of breaking out as it well. Was, it was Dylan Wright and his brother Lee's, but then he idolizes his brother. Everybody, motorcycle everybody boy. idolizes But Motorcycle boy. boy was all messed up, like yeah. in his head, really, yep. right? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that was then, this is now. That's what Not to Emilio Estes. Yeah, but the point is, book. I, I mean, I, we, we, I was going to bring this point up later, but S.E. Hinton was on. Sold all after when the outsiders sold all of her books. Sold that was then. This is now, which I think Emilio Estevez was the star of, and I think he directed it. I could be wrong on that. And then you had Tex, which was Matt Dillon again, right? And you had Rumblefish, but she wrote Rumblefish and yes, Coppola directed it. Yeah, and it was very. It was like pretty much like Oklahoma again a year later or something. And it's in black and white. But he went from right from Outsiders right into Rumblefish. Right into Rumblefish. That, it makes sense. It's, that it's, if you haven't watched it, go back and take a look. And I'm I don't remember. I remember. I remember on and on. I remember as like, a as a teenager, it's a tough one. I remember the ending when he gets the fish and he's trying yeah. to bring it to the ocean. Yeah, yeah. I remember that part of it. I don't remember a lot of it though. Yeah, I, I would definitely recommend trying it. So I mean, you had Matt Dillon, like I said, you had C. Thomas Howell, Ralph Macchio. The only thing Macchio had done to that point, TV, right, was up the Academy. Eight that, is enough. Eight is enough. The TV <laughs> show, and which he br- came in on in the later years, and up the Academy. That Mad Magazine movie that we had talked about on a previous show that was such a disaster. Yeah, the biggest, star, the biggest, I guess, guys in the film who had roles were actually the store clerk. And the guy who played Jerry, yeah, w- William Smith, who yeah. was a you know motorcycle yep. movie, and and uh, Sartain, right, who played Gaylord Jerry? Sartain. Yeah, he's the- remember. I know a movie you guys love that he's in. Oh, Hollywood uh, Nights. Hollywood Nights. Yeah, yeah. Great so those movie. Two you little son of a bitch. <laughs> he keeps calling all the kids. <laughs> the sheriff, right? Yeah, he's, that, the, he's, he's the cop. Yeah, yeah. So like those were the two guys with the most strike credits. Because I think the most popular, well, the most, uh, the most experienced person with entertainment in this whole thing was Tom Waits. But he was so at unknown. That time. He, he was, was a, so unknown. Very unknown, but probably the most entrenched in in, in entertainment. It's got to be one of his first acting roles. Yeah, yeah. I would think. Yeah. Why Leif Garrett? Well, no, actually, we're both wrong here because Leif Garrett was probably the most known well-known name. person, yeah. right? Well, out of every, but why? 
in he that was big role. In the 70s. You think he went for he one was. of the you late seventies? Leaf Garrett was. You a think big, he wanted one of the bigger roles, and they were like, uh, this is "Let's the put him here. Do. He can't act." Right. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't have much to do in the movie. No. Well, he's, no. He doesn't much to do, but he is the you know he's the the antagonist in the beginning of the movie. I mean the the big the big trio of Swayze, Lowe, and Estevez were still unknown. Swayze really hadn't done anything to that point. No, and, Tom and neither Cruise. neither did Lowe and neither did Estevez. I think, but the main stars of the movie are Dylan Macchio and C. Thomas Howell. Yeah, and when you mentioned Cruise, yeah. Cruise really hadn't done anything either. Endless Love, I think, was. But I mean, he didn't. I mean, his screen time is probably a total of less than five minutes. Well, Cruise, Macchio, and Howell—that's who the story centers. Kind yeah. of, they are the main They're catalyst the main of the story. Yeah. Those three guys, and then the other ones all—you know—they fall. Not in Cruise, place. Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. Macchio. I'm sorry, yeah, Dylan. Uh, Cruz's character was kind of just like yeah, a throwaway. Steve, you could have put like anybody a, in that role. Yeah. What Steve, Steve? I forgot what Steve's last name was. It, it's irrelevant. He was like almost yeah. Like, out of all, all of them, like about, the, about the one thing he does is Cruz had his like the backflip. Well, the back. You know the story. Now nah, this is the other thing I had is there's a story about the backflip. He didn't know how to do it, and Swayze had to teach him how to do the backflip. <laughs> the day they're going to shoot it, Cruz ate too much for lunch. And he told S.E. Hinton, I'm really nervous. I'm going to throw up trying to do the black flip. And she goes, you want to go throw up? He said, yeah. She takes him to the lunch wagon and makes him drink a bunch of raw eggs. <laughs> and then he yacked. They went to the set, shot the back flip. But he also had his cap removed from his tooth. Yeah, he was missing part of his tooth. Then. Yeah, the other guy I know that did that, Jim Carrey did that. I think on Dumb and Dumber, took his cap off. I think that Cruz, I think Cruz was definitely the most washed character. He didn't like it was. He had the least role. Like even Emilio Estevez's role was small, but he was awesome in it. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he was awesome. Two bit Matthews. Two bit. He was definitely a much more. He was more. Where was Two Bit gonna go looking for them? Texas, Texas. Texas. <laughs> you know, it's such a quotable movie. It's just it, I, when I, I still think, to me personally, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. I think really love it. It's, it's a great movie. I love it. It is a great story. I mean, you can't I almost, you can't fight yeah. that. Francis Ford Coppola did a great job directing it, and the acting they all did a a great job. They all did yep. a decent job. They played their characters and they played them well. And it's a story people could probably watch today and kind of be like, oh, you know, they can get into it. And Kevin, people, have you ever I, thought about showing your students the outsiders? It's a no, coming it's of age. It's more an ELA English class, but I think it's a. I think the movie is actually a very, very deep movie. Are they still making them read the book? No, no. I don't I, think they get those lists anymore. I think there's a lot going on in that movie really? that people overlook. Well, the a book, lot. The book goes into a little, a little bit more in depth. Basically. Pony Boy's family were from the right side of the track until the parents died. Until the parents died, yeah, and then he be- went into the greasers, right? Yeah, because yeah. The bro- that's how the brother knew the guy Paul to fight. They played football together, you know. That's what. He, yeah. What was Patrick Swayze's name in the movie? Darry. Darry. He was a big time football. Wasn't player, Paul wasn't in the house in the edited version? The other version wasn't he in the house when Pony Boy wakes up? He's sitting on the couch. Yes. Yeah. There to see him. Like yep. so, he, they were definitely in that crew originally, yeah. and then yeah. they fell out. Yep. Paul was a, you think Paul was a football player too? Paul was there. He wore the he wore the Letterman's yeah. jacket at the Rumble. Yeah, he does. The guy he fights that Darry fights is wearing a Letterman's jacket. So at the he Rumble. was at the house. He and wore, one of those scenes, I believe, he was sitting on the couch. Like I forget which scene. No was, way. Pony Boy was cooking. No way. I do not remember that seeing that character. No, I think I the the guy Glenn Withrow, the actor, he's the one you see in Tim Shepard. Tim Shepard's in there. I don't know. I don't remember. I, I we should have watched it. And doesn't Dallas <laughs> talk about that he got into a fight with Tim Shepard? Yeah, that he got in the fight with Tim Shepard after he left. That's why he got up and left the uh, drive-in because Shepard was looking for him because he, he thought he slashed his tires. That's there's, that's another fun fact. You know that scene where he falls out of the chair at the drive-in <laughs> wasn't supposed to happen. And if they say if you go back and look at it, see Thomas Howell looks at Coppola like, mm-hmm. "Aren't you going to call cut?" Because everybody's laughing. <laughs> I, and they I, kept it in a movie. Yeah, I look even the, the movie from the beginning. This that's such a great quote. Like I had two things in my mind: Paul Newman and a ride home. You know, and and you didn't know what that meant until the director's cut because yeah. they don't yeah. show. This is uh, where jumped. this is where we need to bring up a little bit here. And he's got a cut on his face. Yeah, under the chin. A good that, chunk of the movie. That you never and knew you what it was. you don't know why until the director's cut. Kevin, you want to go into that a little bit? Yeah, just in the beginning, he's walking out, and the, the socials are kind of messing with him. He goes to leave, like, take a back alley, and they, they cut him. They, they, they cut him with, near the throat. With a knife, right? With a knife, yeah. yeah. They pull out the blade, and, 
and put it to his throat. And that's how he gets that kind of scar where you look at it like, man, is that something I see Thomas Howell like? Is he have like a birth, you know, something yeah, like right. a skin tag? You, you thought it was mole. like a skin because there was no explanation for it and in they, the original cut. And they kind of show a little bit of, of Johnny being like hesitant, you know, because but that's afraid. that goes on throughout the whole. Yeah, it's, it's you a great, can see that it's, in the, really, it's in the book in the book. Johnny's. Hasn't I, I know you guys but we were talking about the outsides. I think Johnny Cade is actually a like when you look at movies and I you probably can laugh and the audience could take this with him. I think Johnny Cade's one of the greatest heroes in American film. Oh, come on. Why would you say come on? Why? Because he rescues the kids? Yeah, how many sixteen year old kids would go into a burning building and save children? He has no superpowers. He's not Batman or the, Superman. He's a real he's a kid. The he's fact, sixteen. Yeah, the fact that he's surviving giving his home life. In yeah. that you know, in that era, and you know, just the abuse he was taking yeah. at home, he was sleeping in the park. John, he was, yeah, like so that he was, he was able to too. survive that, and then he, you know, I'm telling you, man, I look really deep at the outsiders. I think it's one of the best films. I love it. I really, really love it. It's there's a lot going on in it that people just overlook because of the cast. They don't really look at the that friendship those three kids had. Remember, they're they're teenagers. They're kids. They're kids. They're kids, and like Dally is the. The devil, Johnny's the angel, and and Pony Boy's in the middle. You know, it's kind of. It's but a, I don't think Dally is the devil. Well, he's the bad, the, the bad side. Yeah, you know, pulling Pony Boy one way, Johnny's pulling the other way. He's looking for that balance, and but he's actually got a bit of a heart. No, Dally yeah. has a good side to him. Oh, Dally's he the does. guy. You, Dally's the type of guy you call two in the morning. He's showing up. You know, yeah, he's there for you. He's but there. He, I would. He's I would also want, that guy though that, that could get wind. You, you could wind up in jail with him. Yeah. Yeah, but he's also the guy who, if you're going to a battle, that's the guy you want next yeah. to you. When Johnny, just look at the end of the way when Coppola cuts as he's writing and he puts their two faces. I, I and, don't like, that's the oh, worst. I that's the, that I, don't, I don't like oh, that cool. bit at the end. Well, well, I, back to Dallas, who who gets Pony Boy out of that fight da and gets yeah. him to the, Dallas yeah, is the yeah. only one who's like, I got to get you out of here. Yeah. He actually, his brothers didn't do it. Nobody grabbed nope. him. Dallas yeah. found And he's like, we got to go see Johnny. Right. And when Johnny dies, Dally kind of dies He's the one who loses it. Because Johnny Johnny's like, his guardian angel. Yeah, if, Johnny if, that's is what Dally should have. Johnny is what Dally would have been. And I don't think that the movie conveys that enough, like the book did. The book yeah. basically shows that Johnny Dallas listens to whatever Johnny says. Yes, and the book conveys that a lot better. Than no, right. no. When Johnny tells him, "Hey, Daddy, leave him alone." Leave him alone. Yeah, but and that's about the only point. Because that is, I, I think it's, it shows you that Dallas, Johnny had this whole life. that this, He has his life that's leading somewhere. Dallas already lived it, and that's where it ended up. Dallas knows Johnny and Dallas. They're almost the same character at two different points in life. They really are, and that's why well, he does. You think listen. Johnny eventually would end up becoming Dallas? Yeah, he very strong possibility he would have. No. No, I don't see it. Johnny had no way out of that. No scene. way. No way, way out, out of that, that situation. Yeah. He was coming from an abusive home. Couldn't read. Couldn't yeah. right. He was they were they're the two ends of the timeline for one character almost. What book are they reading? Gone with the Wind? Gone with the Wind. That's why Coppola does that amazing scene when they're at the barn. The the the, the um, It looks like terrible. It looks like terrible yeah. at the end of the movie. And then when Very even smart. when they when they meet uh Cherry Valance, you know, with Soda Pop. It, I'll say this, you know? it's one of the most beautifully shot movies. Oh my movies. god, it's it's a, that's why I love it. I, I it's full widescreen scope. It used to be hard as hell to watch on TV because they cut off half the picture. Did Zoetrope Zoetrope, he did it on Zoetrope. Zoetrope, right? The that it, film. Warner, Brother, Warner Brothers actually paid for it. Zoetrope gets listed, you know, as a it's, producer, but it, it's almost like I think what he does, Coppola. It's like the movie's so beautiful. It's like the eye of a hurricane. There's so much chaos in these kids' lives, right? There really is. It's a chaotic way of even life. the rumble is it, it's beautifully chaotic? shot with yeah. the thunder and the lightning the, and the rain. Wow, it's and great. what's what's the timeline on the movie? Would you say 65. it takes place in a month? No, no. timeline from beginning to end. Would two you say week, that's two weeks? Yeah, probably two weeks, two maybe weeks. less than that. And then the trial and stuff at the end is like, that's probably because the months. Because the stabbing is, between the beginning of the movie and when the stabbing happens, what are we looking at? A day, same, maybe two? Same night, isn't it? Yeah, the it's the same, same night. night from yeah, the it's the same night, and, then they, and then they run off. Because yeah. Johnny's going to bed. You're probably looking at less than two weeks. You're probably looking at more like a week. Yeah, like a, in a week's time frame. Dally and then, goes up and finds I'd them. say two weeks, yeah. I'd say about two weeks. Yeah, it's, goes, it's, just it's, go there and I'll come up You're seeing this, you. this, exactly, this two-week snippet of these kids' lives that's completely insane. Right. It just goes off the rails, man. It really does. And then afterwards in the editor, you see the trial, everything that's going on. He mm -hmm. gets off a murder, all that stuff, Well, right? Cher Cherry Valens is the one. I think she testifies at the she trial. She testifies yeah. for him. That was self-defense. 
But yeah, that movie, it's very, it's, it's, it's a quick snapshot. It's, it's so and good. it is filmed beautifully. It's a beautiful looking I mean, film. even down to some of the characters. I mean, Diane Lane, I mean, I know she's only 15 or 16 in the film, but glows. Look at her every time that she's on the screen. He, he makes her glow. And he does it He does it with Johnny, too. He does it with Ralph Macho's character. Uh, he does it Glows? with... Ba- yeah, go back and watch it. He did That whole sunset scene where they're it's outside so, at the it's farm. It's so good. Like, it's... He, and... Even, even like, the, the, the scene, like, me and Kevin talk about it all the time, the scene with the, the major rumble in it yeah. is a beautifully shot that, that's scene. What, that's what I was just saying, yeah, with the rain and the thunder and the lightning. And, then you and the music, it's great. And it's so real. You no, the music in the original, original cut. Yes, the, the, the original. We'll, we'll, we'll get back to the no, director. I'm not talking about the music. The music is the worst part of that director's cut. Yes. I'm talking about the original with, with everything together. It's one of the best fight scenes in yep. film. I love it. I love everything about it. I really do. I think for me, as you say, The Sting is a perfect movie. I think The Outside is a perfect movie from beginning to end. My I only really problem do. with the fight scene is it gets a little tough to follow the action a little bit of who's getting punched. Because you're supposed because when you're in a fight, that's what happens. It's a blur. I, ca- I keep track of everyone who's in the fight. I can get, I can probably talk to you scene clip yeah. by clip the, that fight. I mean, the only one I can keep track of is Tom Cruise because he gets no. You're supposed to feel like you're good. in the fight. And when you're in a fight, it's a it's a blur. Like you're not gonna see everything happening. You're just gonna know that this is going down and it's a lot of I mean Pony Boy gets his ass kicked pretty good in that fight. Yeah, he's sick. He's only like fifteen right. or fourteen. And he's sick. He's a young kid. These guys he shouldn't have even been there. He's wearing like a sweatshirt. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's wearing he a sweatshirt for the fight. Had, he had a fever and he, he shouldn't have been going. Smoke inhalation from the fire, you know? And also going back to the farm scene where Johnny He's like, this is the first time I've ever been away from our neighborhood. Then when, right. when he wrote in the letter, that's the first time I was away from my neighborhood. And how many kids, like, that's unfortunate. It's very sad for a lot of kids in, the, in America today. They don't leave their own neighborhoods. It's it's pretty tough. And Tulsa's a tough, tough town, even today. Is yeah. it? Yeah. You, you ever watch the show The First 48? No. It's based in Tulsa and Atlanta. And there's a lot of... This, there's a lot of stuff going it's on. It's a lot there. of meth, I think, in Tulsa. There's a lot there? of crime, lot of it seems like. I mean, maybe I shouldn't say that because I don't know the crime statistics, but I know in the first 48, they do, you know, the, half the episodes are usually from Tulsa, Oklahoma. And Tulsa King, right? Sylvester Stallone took it over. <laughs> I still need to watch that. You didn't you, know, it was good. I liked, you liked it. it right? I liked it. It was cool. And I think it's coming back. It was cool. I think they're doing another season. Um, now, on the, on the cast here, I mean... Uh, it's is like going back. It's a, it's all stars. It really, really. Well, I mean, is. let's let's break it down a little bit here. So you had yeah, let's, C. Let, Thomas Howell. You had C. Thomas Howell, Howell, who at that point he had just done E. T. Yeah, we have uh, Rob Lowe, unknown at the time. I Macho, think it's more unknown, about the Dylan, the, unknown. I, I'd rather concentrate on the after of yes. the outsiders, yeah. like where these guys went. After and, that, right, movie. so many later. of yeah. the, so many of them crossed over and worked together again. I mean, right mm. after the Outsiders, you had Howell and uh, Swayze did um, Red Dawn. Well, you had Dylan yeah. and Lane. Dylan and Lane did two more movies together, and they didn't get along on the Outsiders. She, she, and him both talked about it because the first scene they shot was the driving, and he was very antagonistic to her. And at the time, she's a fifteen-year-old kid and doesn't get it. That it took him years to get over it. I'm trying to think. Ralph Macho didn't work with anybody. No, nobody else yeah. on that list yeah. after that. Right, none of them were in Karate Kid. None of them were in. No, well, let's face it. Macho really didn't. After Karate Kid, Macho did not have a big theater. Well, other Crossroads than, was great. My cousin, Vinny. my cousin Vinny, my cousin Vinny, Vinny and Crossroads. Vinny, Crossroads. Yeah. Crossroads. Crossroads is a good movie. Yeah. Did no business, Crossroads. It, it's okay. It's an interesting film. I mean, it was. It's good. an interesting film, but you have to try to believe that Macho's a guitar blues player. Why not? Anyone, right? Yeah, anybody <laughs> learns how to play the guitar. Yeah, it's pretty. I do like Crossroads. Like, though. Does, does a blues player like a, like Eric Clapton looks like my you know, cousin like Vinny is great though. Oh, my cousin great. Vinny is great. And Cobra Kai, you know me, fans. I'm a huge, uh, huge fan. And, I think, yeah. and beer league. I think coming out of this, like probably right out of the gate, the stronger one, uh, maybe see, it's Cruz. It's yeah. No, no. I mean, Cruz I had mean, the right biggest after, career. I mean, I mean, right afterwards. Uh, did Rob, how much stuff was Rob Lowe in? Wasn't there a big Rob Lowe moment? There was a big. There was mm. several. He went. He went into class. Uh, he did. Yeah, Rob Lowe in a bunch Saint of fires. Saint Elmo. Yeah, he went yeah, into the brass. Yeah, yeah. Who went into the brass? But then his career died. <laughs> and Emilio no, Estevez went to the Brad I'm going to disagree with you on that. Lowe's career hasn't died. He's still going. He's still going. He, he does a lot dude, of he stuff. Did par- Parks and Rec. And he's actually he's better at comedy than he is in drama. 
You said Shoney's hilarious in Parks, Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. He is hilarious. He was hilarious in, in the Austin Powers movie when he played the young Robert Wagner. He was hilarious in Tommy Boy. Uh, Lois had a pretty good career. They, I mean, if you look right, you had pretty good career. If anything, overall, Swayze right? had a really good run, and then Swayze dropped off. I'd say C. Thomas Howell dropped off more than anything. Yeah, C. Thomas Howell. Well, did Soul Man kill his career? No, because at the time when Soul... No. Look at it. That's, it was a total drop-off after Soul Man. <sighs> I'm serious. Did yeah, but you, like, you weren't talking about people with politically incorrect movies back in the mid-80s. He is in... Yeah. Me and Kevin he talked about this a couple of minutes. He is in so... He's in more than oh, any of these other guys. Amazing Films, TV films. See Thomas Howell? Yes, yeah, he's but, done yeah. more than a anyone. bunch of shit. He's done more than any of these guys. Yeah, a bunch of B he, stuff. He's had the longest career. I would say consistency in his career is more than Cruz. No consistency. Yeah, he's been the, consistent. The one who's dropped off the planet really is Emilio Estevez after Mighty Ducks, right? Well, and that it's, was huge. It, it's, it, it's a bad movie though. It was huge. It was but is he on the Mighty Ducks TV show? Well, on he was Plus? in some cool movies though. He was in Repo Man, Wisdom. Yep. Emilio Estevez is you, cool. You like Young Guns. You, oh, stop one it! One and two. Young Thank guns. you, Kevin. Young Which one? one? Young Guns one and two. Oh. Both of them. By Billy the Kid. But He's done some stuff, Emilio. Man at work with his brother, yeah, which that, is awful. Oh, that movie was funny. Emilio Westfest has got a lot of. He's got a lot of good stuff. I mean, dude, he did Maximum Overdrive. Yeah, I like it. That's such a great yeah. bad Repo movie. Repo Man was cool. Repo Man was a cool movie too. Go back and look at that yeah. a little bit. Wisdom was kind of all right. Repo Man doesn't hold up. Take a look at it again. I just watched it not too long ago. Yeah, man, he did. Emilio Estevez. Wisdom was, was okay. Ever. It's where him and Demi Moore basically playing Bonnie Breakfast. Yeah, Bonnie you forget the Breakfast Club. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, the, you know. I mean, yeah. Like Emilio Estevez did movie, very yeah. well. Like he did, really did. And Saint Elmo's Fire, another one with Rob. You know him and Rob Lowe. It was a big picture. Saint Elmo's Fire. He's done some good stuff, Emilio Estevez. Yeah, we're gonna I, at I like the him. end. Let's rank these guys. Yeah, 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 who absolutely. we think had the best. Well, I mean, it's a precursor, basically. Kevin, we're, we're gonna be doing a sh- uh, theme show that we're gonna start doing called Making the Grade. Well, it's not really gonna be a theme show. <laughs> we're not. We're not uh, gonna well, it's a, gonna be a regular. We're gonna, gonna be a, making the grades a great a great concept. It's a good idea. I think we should definitely right. Do what it. we're doing is like, like a theme restaurant. It's, it's like, like it's like being, yeah. no. It's like yeah. being a school. It's like we're going to be three school teachers and any guests that we may have on. Big old F for Pete. So what we do is we're going to take Tom. Cru- we'll give you an example. We're going to take because I think Tom Cruise is who we said we're going to be the first one. A plus. Done. We're, we're going to take his films. A plus. And we're going to yes. divide them by a hundred. I don't think we need the numbering system. We do. <laughs> A you plus. need a you need a numbering. System. This is going to get so confusing. It's me. not yeah. because it uh, the ultimate score will add up to a hundred. If you haven't seen the movie, you have to give it a zero. Right, you well, can't grade I, it. I'm well, basically, already. we're we're going to try something new, and I'm it's coming confused. your it's coming your way. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. At I'm, the at the end of this, we can rank them. But I mean, uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, we talked about Diane Lane a few weeks ago on street yep. on the Streets of Fire episode that Annalise from uh, from the shelf hated. She went from this to Rumblefish, and then she did. Streets of Fire, which almost killed her career, because then she did one more movie with Coppola that was a disaster. Cotton Club. She hit the skids for a little bit and then rebound. But that, I yeah, think she that's, had a, a rebound. that's a thing for actors and actresses. Though you're not going to always, you know, you're working. It's a hard, hard profession to, you know. I'm assuming it's a very. The only one who was consistent off this list is Cruz. I'm sorry, I, I, I didn't think, mean. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you. I, I disagree with you on that. I think yeah. Dylan's been pretty consistent. Yeah. He's my man. I love that. He's been pretty consistent, and he's an underrated actor. Kevin, finish your point, though, what you were saying. I think acting, being an actor, actress is probably really difficult in Hollywood, probably extremely competitive. But so, like, when you think of what they're doing, they're going to have bumps in the road. They're not going to get all the great roles. You know, so when you look at most of their careers, right, that's what we're going to see. They're going to get washed and want a year off here. But it's tough. Has Dylan disappeared? I haven't seen him in anything Dylan has not disappeared. I don't know what his last movie. Kevin, look up what his last movie is. Matt Dylan has been in every type of film. He's He's been in comedy, serious. He's been in action films. In something about Mary, he is hilarious. He's good in everything he does. Everything. He has been good in every film he's been in. Remember something about Mary with the teeth? The teeth. White teeth. Choppers. No, he. I, I think Matt Dillon's the most one of the most underrated actors in Hollywood. Like he, what was he in Crash? Was that yeah, the he's movie? in Crash. Crash? Like he's been in so many different types of movies, and he's consistently. I think he's worked more consistently than most of these guys, other than Cruz, who's always in the same type of movie. Matt Dillon has he, diversity. Yeah. He really does. Can, he's can very you diverse career. Career. I don't think there's been much in the last in, few years. He was in Capone. In, 20, in Land of Dreams and American Dreamer. 
He's been in a lot. In of what year? In what years were though? 2022, 2021, and, and none of those films were seen, dude. But, but still, he's, he's consistently playing, yeah. and they're all different. He's doing. He's never in the same type of crap. He's always doing something a different type of film. What was that film where he was in the bar? Oh, I forget it now. Which one in the bar? Ah, they were in McCool's. One night at McCool's. Yes, one night at McCool's. Like he does all these weird, wacky movies. That was sometimes. a that was an off movie. It was off, but it was kind of. He was, was right. He was really good in that. What I think it's a weird movie. Wild Things. He was really good. <laughs> Kevin, I thought you movie. hated Wild Things. I hated things. the movie, but Matt Dillon was great. He is in that good movie. in it. He is good. I'm actually scrolling through him. He has been. It's a. It's Wild Things is another good bad movie. He has not. I'm. I'm actually. This is insane with Matt Dillon. He has been in a movie every year since 1979. Uh, oh, um, Over the Edge was the first one, right? Uh, he Over the Edge. He's been in a Dude, movie for over have you seen Over the Edge? 45 years. I career. bet if you put him up against Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise has breaks where he doesn't. He has not had a break. I'm looking 84. The, the only, re- is, the only is, reason why Cruise would have a but, break is because he took two years to go do Eyes Wide Shut with but Cruise. But again, Cruise is always in kind of this, kid. this three different types of movies Cruise is in. Would you say that Matt Dillon is more, he has more diverse roles? Than Cruise? Yes. Yes. Is diverse the right word? Diverse, yeah. Yeah. He definitely does. He has been oh in so many different types of films. He was in singles. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Go. He is. Yeah. Like and, he and plays. He plays. The, he plays the guitarist. Tom right? Cruise is like action movie or action movie. No, no. Uh, Cruise will mix it up and throw a drama in every a comedy every now and no. He not did really a, the, a com- only the only comedy com- he did Tropic was, Thunder. Yeah, but I mean Dylan's in everything. Yeah, a forty-four year career we're looking at, and then has not taken a year off. He's going to be my guy. I'm voting for him to have the best career out of all of these people. Might not make a lot of money, but his career is Kevin just I mean, said it. Non- I'll agree with you on diverse, but not on career. non-stop, non-stop career. That's crazy. So is low. Look at yeah. all right, Kevin. I bring don't up, know. Bring up Rob Lowe and see if there was a. I know a Dylan because Rob I always Lowe. see him in something. I'm like, crap, he's in another movie. Crap, look at this. Like that's I don't know Lowe really that much. Yeah, I, Amelia Estevez we know took a big disappearing act. Yeah, he after Mighty Ducks. He was he Mighty Ducks. Yeah, he dish. dropped out. And I mean, see, Thomas Howell's been consistent too, but it's a yes, lot of but less, it's a lot of B. It's a lot less. It's a lot high of end I think, stuff. And I think see, Thomas Howell did more television than Matt Dillon. Not really. I mean, he was yeah, on. He, was, tw- he did. I know he did he an arc lot, on Twenty Four, but it was like one episode. He was. He's been in a lot. And Swayze's been in. A, Swayze was in a lot, but they were either really good or really bad. Well, Swayze went on a run, probably starting with Red Dawn. Because then you had Dirty Dancing. Do you think he's most popular for Dirty Dancing as far as like everybody saw that movie? No. Ghost. Ghost. Oh, I forgot he was in that. Ghost was a big film. That was huge. Ghost was huge. That was his biggest, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah, it was was bigger than Dirty Dancing because Ghost, I think, crossed over more for couples than Dirty Dancing did. Dirty it was Dance. a good movie, Ghost. It wasn't bad. The it's, story no, it's not was a bad good. movie. It was it's, a good story. Whoopi Goldberg won the Supporting Actress Oscar for it. Demi Moore's very good in it. It's, I mean, it's a pretty simple story. Yeah. But it works. Yeah, it does. Directed by one of the Zucker brothers. Huh. I didn't know that. Yeah. It, I mean, it's... And Swayze's good in it. He was a good lead. I told you, if you would have had Swayze in Streets of Fire, Annalise would have had a completely different opinion yeah, on it. It would have been a much better movie. I thought about that. I, I agree with you. I think it would have been a better film. Yep. I mean, I but say Yeah, I say what happened to Estevez? It's a great question, Pete. It was it, like... It just, he dropped. It's like he dropped. It's like he... Did he just did, retire? It seems like it. Retiring without saying he's retiring. I think he can't. I think he's on that Mighty Duck show on Disney+. Plus. I don't know. I think he came back for it. He's he was in he was coming out of this like we, we said. He we was were all lot. working in the theater when Mighty Ducks came out. That movie was big. big. It was big. Yeah, that was big. And would you say that was one of Disney's like comeback movies when Disney was finally was like it, we're gonna kind of start to churn out some films here? No, I don't think it was a comeback film that so much. But as far the, as live action, like Rob there wasn't Lowe. a lot. Um, Pacey from Pacey from Dawson's Creek is in Mighty Ducks. Yeah, but would you say that's like their like what what year was that? Jeremy Jack early nineties, ninety one, ninety two. Disney uh, had a real big uh, jo- Josh 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 Jackson. Yeah, Josh something Joshua. Joshua Jackson. 
He was in that show I liked. Uh, Dawson's Creek. No, the sci-fi one. Oh, that crappy Fringe. Fringe, great show. Fringe was awesome. Rob Lowe, very, very similar career to Matt Dillon. To Matt Dillon, really? he hasn't Constantly stopped. Working, but, and yeah, I mean, you said not really, but look at the body of work he's yeah. done. He's got a lot of stuff. There. Yeah, I take that back. I apologize, Rob Lowe, if you're listening, but you're probably not. So Dylan and Lowe, the two guys coming out with the most. Lowe made a pretty good movie where he played a villain with James Spader called Bad Influence. If you haven't seen it, it's directed by Curtis Hansen, who did L.A. Confidential. It's a good movie. Really good movie. Very Hitchcockian. Oh, Pete, big word. <laughs> I like Hitchcock. Um, did you, you just made Mach- the word up. Machio actually has the least car- career, I think, out of all of them. I think Diane Lane. But he's probably. No. Oh, no, but Diane Lane came back. She came back. Ago, remember? She had a big run, Diane Lane. I think it's harder for women in Hollywood to though. come back. But she. No, it's that, that's something she actually that, that's was something able to do. Be she was, but she was able to do a lot of roles as an older actress. Yeah, where but some but of them don't. You gotta, she's the only woman in this, this movie. And women do have a harder time in Hollywood well, with, there long, was, je- with longevity. There was one more girl in the movie who everybody thought was going to have a big career, the one who played her friend. I think she was an actress, Michelle Myring. I don't even remember what she looks like. You, She was also the girlfriend in Real Genius. She was the nerdy girl in Real Genius. And she ended up not having it. And yeah, she was also in Valley Girl. Emilio Estevez, has, he had about a six-year break. He stopped in 2012 was, was the abominable snowman. He was Mr. Winterbottom. Okay. And then did the public. And then did uh, my, three years later, 2021, did uh, the Mighty Ducks TV show. All right. But uh, just movies that nobody's seen. What was the last movie you can see on that list that Emilio has? Uh, oh, like a big, big movie? Or not uh, necessarily a, a movie that people may have seen. Uh, boy. It's not much. I think the 90s has got to be it. My, uh, D3, Mighty Ducks 3, 1996. That, yeah. was, that was it? Yeah. Mission oh, Impossible. Th- he was in Mission Impossible briefly. Too. Outside of yes. wasn't yeah, Well, he is in Mission Impossible. The first. Hitton didn't was write the screenplay by herself. She wrote it with Kathleen Rowell. What? Oh, wow. the Outsiders? Yeah. I just saw my notes there. I, I, I don't think she wrote the film. I think she just wrote the book. I think this this Kathleen, Kathleen Rowell might have. I'm actually surprised. You know who did the score? Carmine Coppola. Yeah, his wife. Oh, wow. Is that no, his wife or his brother? His father. His father? His father his, was a musician? Yes. And they, a they composer? Ref, yes. They referred to it wow. in the director. Really? In the director's cut of Godfather 2. Has he used he used them in all his other films? Yeah. Um. No. Um. I thought it was his wife or no. something. I'm like, oh, Carmine. You know, yeah, Car- I, I didn't fa- know that his was father his was father a composer. Was a composer. Yeah, like Carmine Ragusa. <laughs> yeah. the, no the relation. Big ragu, the big ragu. Um, yeah, Carmine Coppola. Eleanor Coppola, his wife, was an editor. And she also oh, okay. she also directed that documentary. So he had a whole like production team family, pretty much. Yeah. Well, the daughter became... That was probably a pretty cool life for them, living with a dad who's a director and you want to do yeah. well, so, you know, Sophia became Sophia became a direct talented director in her own right. Yeah. Yeah, she did that girl. Oh, what was that? Uh, suicide. Uh, suicide. Um, Virgin Suicides. Vir- yes. And Lost yeah. in Translation. Yeah, that's and right. She did, and she did Lost, Lost in Translation. Translation. Yep. And she starred in a couple of things. She's Unfortunately, she's the wink link of the Godfather 3. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's not a good actress. We'll, we'll say let's 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 call it spade a shovel. She's better not than, a good actor. Better than Darren director. Dalton, who's kind of good. the guy who looked like Frankenstein. Well, we'll go to the, Darren Dalton, who was in the Outsiders and Red Dawn. That's that was, it. Um, That's pretty much no, it. He's he's was in something. Uh, what else was he? Darren Dalton. Darren Dalton. Darren Dalton. Not That's the, that big, tall, goofy guy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Darren he, Dalton. He's the one who turns him in in Red Dawn. Yeah, yeah. He's the mayor's son. We talked about that with uh, Annalise. Yeah, Darren Dalton. He was. A, I don't think he, he was. So she was the big social. Yeah, he was the wasn't big... a bad guy though. Randy. Randy. He wasn't a bad guy, right? He's like I talked to point. Hey, kid, I didn't mean that, right? Yep. I so think he, going going back for a second to what Kevin said about these, like when I watched The Outsiders, like I was young, so I'm like, they, I I saw them as young kids. Pony Boy's fourteen, you know yeah. what I mean? So I saw them as kids, but people today looking at it, like it, it, it's hard to think of them as kids, like in those situations. But that was what it is. It's interesting. I have a prediction on it, too. I don't think they will try to remake it as a movie. 
I think if anything, they're going to reboot it as a series. They tried to do the they TV show. No, I think they'll do. It. Yeah, they, I they know. They tried. What, that was a, it was like a sequel. Oh my god! I don't think today you could find this a, ca- Fox, a cast like no. this to remake this film. There's no. There's no reason to remake it. It no. says a. Who's it going to re-release it? Right, re-release the 40th yes. anniversary and let people go watch it. Because it's really a, it's really yeah. an innocent film. I could like, see that, I could see great. doing some kind of reboot that that finds Pony Boy and wherever he is today. No, I don't think they're going to reboot it. I think if anything, they're going to go back and remake it, and there'll be like a short can't, six parts, can't. eight parts. They series. cannot. They do can't that. remake. Who's going to be in that, Pete? Who's going to be in the remake? And they'll find a bunch of Disney Channel stars. Yeah, Darren Dalton with. hasn't acted in almost a decade. That long he's been gone. Yeah. Did he do anything big after Red Dawn? Land that time forgot. Oh, it's bad. The jailhouse, the day the earth stopped, War yeah, of the Worlds too. It's, yeah, it's nothing. all garbage. Well, it's not Dude, garbage. <laughs> it's just you know. It's not, garbage. Come on. What movies have you ever made? Good point. Exactly. Like you try. You, I'm a big believer. Like hands, hands, soup. I directed it like, when I was in kindergarten. It's like when I talk to my sons about like when they go, they're watching baseball and they're football, whatever. They go, that guy's like stinks or like no they don't they're professional athletes like these like these are professional directors and come on you have never called a player on a team that you like that you know the player sucks never in my life they don't suck they're major league they can do a hell of a lot better job than i can like you can't say things like they suck like like (laughs) yes you can you know the movie's not that great i like but oh it's garbage like he's got a career though how many times have i said a movie is garbage you rarely that a you, movie's garbage? I say it all movies. the time. But, but I, you love every movie, though. I was in Dr. Quinn Medicine movie. Quantum Leap, great TV show Darren Dalton was in. Quantum Leap is a good show. Nah, that's not The right. original. I don't, they made a new one, right? No, they I, rebooted I, I, it? I haven't seen it. Yeah, they rebooted it. I haven't seen it. There are some movies that suck that I, some Pete, you know, I do say, like, how the hell they get the money to make this movie? Like, yeah. They're tax write-offs. That, that's that that, that's, an a, that's an upcoming episode. How <laughs> yes. the hell did they get the money to make this? How the hell did they get the money to make this Where the hell did they get this money from? Like, or whose kid directed this movie? <laughs> <laughs> and that's happened before. I can't. I'm sure it happens a lot. Um, and so we have, you know, Tim Shepard, Glenn Withrow, not not much of a career, right? Nope. Nora no, Rom. he really didn't do much. Michelle Mer- 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 Michelle Myrink was the girl I was just talking about. Yeah. She had a couple of movies, and yep. then that's it. Real genius, you said. Yeah. Real, yeah. Yep. She's, a me- you remember the? She's the nerdy girl who falls in love with the young kid. Yeah. 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 But we're like, oh, okay. So overall, if we okay, we're, I think this is how because I think we're going to be a little short today anyway, right? I'm not near the oh, end we're of this. All, but, no, we're only we're already at about fifty minutes. Right. Now. So I think what we do, we take real quick your top three. From the the cast who've broken out, who in your opinion, we're all, we're, it's that's not it's no it's it's going to be easy because we're all going to agree on the top three. No, I don't think. We I will. think I think. How about this? I'll give you a top better five. one. All right, there's all right. Eight, no, there's eight of them. Eight main characters. There's eight main leads. Okay, list the eight in order that you think that their career has gone better. Okay, but, but we're not saying money wise. Not money wise. Successful based cool. on merit of box office or I'm not good, thinking or, box office. That's money. Uh, however you want to do it, based off of money or quality films. However you want to do it. What about well, like, uh, <laughs> like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? What? Like just your favorite? Like you can. You can do that. All right, yeah. I can do it that way. That I'm putting out. I I'm might do my favorite. I'm doing favorites. I'm doing. I'm doing it all. I'm trying to. I do this encompass oh, wait, wait, wait. So why don't we do like? What okay. do you guys got a pen next to you? Because I got to mark mine here. I'm gonna sheet. use my. I don't have a pen. I got my brain, Pete. I don't need. Yeah, the big oh, brain. I guess I, um, I, what, what, if we each just say our favorite first. I mean, favorite career or yeah. favorite character in the film? Like, no, what is it? No, I think you got to. All right, who's the worst? How about the worst? The Darren, worst, Darren Dalton. No, he's not one of the main eight. Yeah, I'm not calling. Oh, wait, who, pick no particular, who are your top eight? Okay, who are in the top eight in no order? Estevez Lowe, Cruz Lane, Machio Swayze, Howell Dillon. Okay. Okay. Okay, so my worst on the eight. <laughs> wait, this, and then I'll do my worst? My worst on the eight, you right, guys. I you know, go. I know I'm going to get shit for this. All right, go ahead. See Thomas it. Howell. I agree. Really? I agree. C. I, thought Thomas I, gonna, I thought I was going to get shit on for it. Nope. I think C. Thomas Howell, because I think he just went like almost. He had a couple of good movies after it. And then it was straight to B. Then it was straight. He went from A minus, because I don't think he ever hit A plus. Yeah, he, he's my bottom guy. Yeah, I think but we all I, agree The last decent movie I can remember him doing was one called Secret Admirer with um, Kelly Preston, John Travolta's wife. 
Yeah, Lori Laughlin. That's it. Just huge longevity career. Like I'd love to see. He's had a long career, but I still have to put him eighth. No, I agree. I'd love to see his bank account. He's probably he's He's gotten so many roles. Yeah, what's he getting? Ten thousand dollars a movie? No, he's got more money than God. Times the no way, dude. The guy does like fifteen TV shows a year. At one point, so or like ten paid, a year, getting paid like five or ten uh, grand. A week. I doubt no it. He's see Thomas Howell. He's bigger than he's not. <laughs> no, he's in B, but he might be the number one guy in B at that point, in the middle there, where his career is like going. All right, Kevin, who comes in on eighth for you? For me, number eight is Emilio Estevez. Ah, uh, you're wrong. Okay, it's my opinion. It can't be over. See Thomas Howell. Yeah. No, he's my last. I said see Thomas Howell is my last. And yeah, he's, he's picking. He's picking. He's picking Emilio Estevez eighth. Yeah. So what's C. Thomas Howell? Eighth. 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 So, C. so Emilio is seven. Yeah, no, Emilio is eight. No, f- no he just Howell said C. Eight. Thomas Howell is eight. Oh, C. Thomas Howell is eight Open for you Open your ears, Peter. Okay, so yeah. Emilio Estevez is seven for you. Yes. Uh, I have a coin flip on this one. My seven. <sighs> Go. Just quickly, show. See Thomas Howell. He was in some episodes of Walking Dead Creep Show. Yeah, he's in a ton yeah. Of he's got stuff. a ton of money, dude. He's like the number one. Criminal I'm still putting him eighth. Okay, I'm putting him eighth too because too. I don't know who to put. You know behind what? him, I have a tie for. I flipped seven. that. Actually, I flipped that. I put Estevez eight. See Thomas Howell seven. I was going to actually go, and this is. I got a tie. I'm thinking he's been a guy for me, and this is going to be really bad to hear, but it's Macho or Diane mm. Lane. Coin flip. You got to pick it. Pick it. I'm going Macho. I almost picked Macho. I'm going Macho because Diane Lane later in her career she was had a bunch of stuff. Yeah, and Macho after Karate Kid fell off the face of the earth. Other than my cousin Vinny and Karate Kid sequel after sequel. Yeah, I'm going Macho seven. I see Macho for me is way up on the scale because I'm, of I'm, I'm, I, I want to do Machio 7th but I can't because of the Cobra Kai resurgence so I'm going to Estevez 7 okay oh you so we agree no uh, I we flipped do. I went, eight, I went Estevez right. left yeah, seat so times all right, so Kevin who's 6 for you Diane Lane I disagree okay I disagree this isn't done much just no take away your love for her no well, what yeah, has she done I'm agreeing with Kevin and I'm going to say Diane Lane is my six. My top five are heavy hitters. Heavy hitters. Nope. I'm going. Hold on. I'm, I'm going to grab a pen because I yes. want to write this down. All right. I'm, I'm, well, I'm, well, you can hear me talk about it. I'm going with Machio sixth. Diane Lane's an Academy Award nominee. So what? Right? Machio's got Karate Kid, My Cousin Vinny, and The Outsiders. That's it. Are people walking on the streets... Saying, I got a pen. What was her character's name in the movie it's, she won again, the Academy it's, Award it's, for? Um, unfaithful. What was the character's name? And then she was nominated. She's been nominated twice. She was okay. Also what was the character's name? In Unfaithful, I have no idea. What was Ralph Macho's character's name? In oh come on! Kid? It's based. It's. What's his name? Say his name. Kevin. Okay, hold on, hold on, Pete. Uh, give me, okay, right, Pete, going, Give hey, me your, man. give me your eight seven six so I can mark it down. All right, eight was. It was C. C. Thomas Howell. Okay, Kevin, you were C. Thomas Howell as well, right? No, I was at Estevez. Estevez. Kevin was Estevez at eight. Okay. Mine then seventh for me was Estevez. Seven for you was Estevez. Seven for me was Machio. And what was seven for Kevin? Diane Lane. Diane Lane. Diane Lane was seven for Kevin. Yep. Okay, so now where are we? In six? Now we're in even though, but I still, I'll stand by my, I'll stand by my. Where I picked here. Who's in Machio? Machio six? Seventh. Seventh for Peter was Ralph Machio. No, you said, oh, seven. You said Emilio Estevez was seventh. Sixth was Machio for me. Six is Machio for uh, Pete. Six was Diane Lane for me. Six was Diane Lane for Kevin. No, you had Diane Lane at seven. No, it should be, wait. No, I had Estevez at seven. Diane Lane at six. And who was your eight? C. Thomas Howell. Thomas Howell, eight. Estevez, seven. Oh, no, I, I'm sorry. I screwed that up. I, Kevin, you, I'm not I, I don't need a pen. I got my brain. I do. Wait. Estevez was eight for me. Sorry. Okay, so Estevez was eight. Eight. See, Thomas Howell, seven. Diane Lane, six. Diane Lane, six. Okay. Okay, so who's sixth for you, Sean? My six is Emilio Estevez. 
because I think Emilio actually came out of there and made a bunch of good things. He did. He had a good run. I think the, the whole Stake wisdom, stakeout, stake out, repo but, but man. My list the, is based on like I'm looking at my list of like what are their like roles that they were in. Like for me, favorite roles that they were in, like influence. But like, you're okay. also you got to no. That's okay. That's that's, that's the how way. I, if I was doing that, I would have I'm, probably I'm, Ralph and I'm trying to, and I'm trying to look at the body of work. Okay, which is fine. I'm kind of com- trying to combine the two. Ralph Macho just didn't have enough for me to put. If you look at body of work, you got to see Thomas Howell. He's worked more than anybody else. But good body. I have a good body of work. Okay. All right. So So, we're coming up on five. All right. So fifth for me, that's where I'm going to go with Diane Lane. All right. Pete's taking Diane Lane at five. I would also take Diane Lane at five. I agree with you. I mean, good stuff, but she also had some. Good stuff in more towards. And she's actually a very good actress. Yes, she's good. I agree. My five, Rob Lowe. Kevin's going with Lowe at mm. five. Oh, pizza. Oh, look at Pete's face. He can say what he wants. So, yeah, he can say what he wants. This is a personal Why opinion. Rob Lowe five? Because the other top four, they're like the four horsemen. <laughs> That's, I love it. Rob Lowe doesn't come in. The, <laughs> the like top four are like four yeah, of I my agree. favorite. <laughs> like, I agree, Kevin. Yeah. I love my top four. You guys are going to crap on one of them because yeah, I mentioned Because it. it's Macho. He's in there. All right. So four for me. I go low at four. <laughs> Who's your five? Oh, Diane uh, Lane. Diane Lane was five. Low at four. Low at four. Great career, but he's the bottom of the co- of the four horsemen. Okay. My four, Matt Dillon. All right. Ooh. Dillon four. And I think he's the best actor in The Outsiders. I think but you put him for I think Macho. It's Macho and him for me. I agree. Tied for the two best actors in the film. Yep. Macho and him I by don't far. Think Macho is that great. He's man. very good in He's, that movie. You got to watch Go it. Go back again. and watch it again. Him and him and Macho were always my team. I'm like, there's a tie. Neither one of them could beat each other in that film. So uh, four for you. Four for me. <clears throat> this is tough because I'm flipping a coin between Swayze and Low, and I'm looking at it, and I'm gonna have to say Low is four for me. Low is four for me. So Low is four, you, lowers fourth for you, huh? Yep, with you. Low is four. All right, three for me. Dylan. Dylan is three for Peter. Dylan is three Matt for me. Matt Dylan. I, I, but I will agree with Kevin. He's probably the best actor of the group. Yeah, I agree. Disagree, but number three for me, Long Island's favorite, second favorite son after me, Ralph Macchio. Number three. Number three, Ralph Macchio number for three. Kev. Not bad. Number three for me is Swayze. Swayze is my number three. Swayze's your number three. Yep. Okay. Swayze's number three because Swayze, I I pretty much like all the movies he's in. And, and he's my number two. Nice career. Yeah, really nice career. Goes the reason I Swayze's two uh is two for me is because he could do action, he did drama. He did romance. Yeah, he does it all. A bit of comedy. Space, he ha- yeah. really, he yep. really did it all. Took left us too early. Too Wong Fu was agree. terrible. Sad. Too Wong Fu was horrible. Too yeah, too. That's a, that's bad. that's ah. the uh, Donnie Darko. A lot of people forget. Did you see Donnie Darko? Show? I don't remember. Yes, it's a good movie. Yes, it is. And he's good in it. He is. Yeah, he's good in everything. My number two, Patrick Swayze, also. Patrick Swayze, Kevin's number two as well. Kevin and Pete agreeing for the first time first on the time list. today. Yeah, well, we almost agreed on eight, but he flipped it at the last minute. Yes, he did. And Sean, two? Uh, my number two is going to be Thomas Cruise. Wow. Wow. Tom Cruise. I know he has a giant career. I know he's a giant star, but my number one, well, now it's out the bag, yep. is um, Matt Dillon because of what you basically said about he does everything, and, and he does it well. Awesome. He does it very well. I think he has a better. I, I I don't know. He does everything. He does it well. And Tom Cruise does one or two things, and they always make millions. Now yeah. Cruise is my number one. Mine too. Because he is our last real movie star. I think. Not DiCaprio. And Cruise yeah. has Pitt. Yeah. 
Not not to the degree that Cruise is. Cruise is almost an event when a film comes out. That's true. Where those guys aren't. That is, you're all correct about. Yeah, that. no, I mean, he is an. He is a I'm telling, I'm telling you right now, he's going to be. He he's down for a Marvel film sooner or later. It's Cruise, coming. Cruise is the blockbuster guy in this whole pick. He's the guy yeah, who's drawing the crowd, and, it's, and it's also the smartest. I thought he was one of the smartest actors out of all this group. Look at what he did in the '80s. He could have went into the Brat Pack. Instead, he made. An art house teen picture, basically, which risky business is. It's not your typical. He was very smart early in his career. He was. Then he, he went. The then news. he went and played second bananas with big actors and directors. Color of Money with Newman and great movie with Newman and. Um, and he's got Scorsese. The, and he's got the smallest role in Outsiders. Rain like, Man. You know yeah. what I mean? Rain Man with. Hoffman and Levinson. Right. And what what happened? He was though, very like, smart. Toward, yeah, towards the end of Raymond, then all of a sudden, just became kind of like he fell into this. He niche. got into he got into Top Gun, and that was it. That was it. Action, action, action. After yep, that, because he, he does top. have really good films. He's in really good roles. He's very he well acted. It. He kills it. I told I told you the guy from the created The Walking Dead, Darabont Frank Darabont told me one day that Tom Cruise. Consider him how bananas you want to with the Scientology. He said he's the smartest person in Hollywood. I don't consider him bananas with his he's, religion. You know what it is? The, it, he would have been my number one if not for after Top Gun. He's just action. Where Dylan, for me, has crazy body of work all over the place. If Cruz kept that up, he'd be my number one right now. I love Cruz. Kevin, who's your number one? Cruz. All right, so all three of us. No, you. Who's no, your I'm number going one? Dylan. You went with Dylan. I think Dylan has a more rounded career portfolio. Yeah. I looked at my guys, my holding that guy's girl, Diane Lane, as for my top three was just cultural impact. Like we can just sit here and think of like, yeah. you know, Top Gun, Dirty Dancing, and Karate Kid. And you know, da- like I said, no one's talking about Diane Three Lane. big 80s films. Right. Huge. Well, but they're still like, Maverick is still huge. Cobra Kai is still right. huge. If, you know, God rest his soul, Patrick Swayze was still alive, he could still be, you know, look, you know what I mean? Yeah, if Patrick Swayze at- was still alive, I, I would not doubt there would have been a dirty dancing thing. He, and he would be in a Marvel film for sure. I think he would yes. have probably played Eagle, the Living Planet. Yeah. Over Kurt Russell? Yeah, definitely. I think that if you look at this, the top three, we have Cruz, Dylan, and then uh, Swayze to- and Kevin's <laughs> offshoot of Macho. <laughs> But we all kind of agree on the top three guys. Yeah, Just different big, places, except for Macho. It just shows awesome. the cultural impact that the Outsiders had on film. Now, history. be truthful here, though. Is your love of the Karate Kid and Cobra Kai influence your decision on three? I'm, I'm, I'm not making, looking to make a joke. I'm being no, totally I, serious. I, well, that was his huge. I looked at the cultural impact of those movies over generations. And I think Ralph what Macho. cultural impact did Karate Kid have? A million kids a million go join kids karate, go karate classes karate. after it? It spawned three huge films after that. <laughs> no, it did not. The 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 sequel, the second one did well. The it third spawned, was a, it was spawned a, a series. I what was the one with the girl? Netflix. Oh, with Hillary Swank. Next Karate Kid. Next Karate Kid. Next Karate Kid. Everybody awful. forgets it. Awful. It's but awful. It, uh, I like Karate Kid three more than but two. But like, Co- like Cobra Kai probably saved Netflix. Let's be honest. How many people joined up with Netflix? Well, that was, actually, that was true. It was actually YouTube. Red, it was YouTube, YouTube in the and, they and, and then they couldn't afford it. And then Netflix bought it. You purchased the sweatshirts. Yeah, I did. Well, yeah. I did it for and you so guys. They, yeah. But there you go, blowing up. All right, audience. I think that's going to be it. Wrapping up for or the Outsiders, a classic American film. We don't like to use the term classic, but just the impact that these actors had on our, our cultural society and, and film in that general. That's the reason why this topic was brought up today. Is forty years later. Forty years. We're still talking about it. <laughs> and this is actually the first time we've done an episode revolving around a whole movie. Yeah. Yeah, Stay Gold, baby. And as it should be. Oh, the first one. God, Stay Gold is the worst. <laughs> it's great that might be the w- one of the worst you things You said you're going to sing us out with Stay I'm Gold. Not, no, I will. I'm going to put you it. You sing everything. Thanks, Thanks Pony Boy. Stay Marie. Gold. Uh, Ugh. All right, so audience, and I should, love Stevie. Wa- I love that. Stevie Wonder, but that song sucks. And for our audience, <laughs> you guys dig okay. You guys, is that how you're gonna end it? Not stay no. Bucky this week? No, we're gonna. Oh, end what, it. No, I'm sorry. We, sorry, we have to thank our sponsors. My movies yep. at Wellington in Wellington, Florida. Yes. What's Wellington down there? Com right now. Dungeons and Dragons and Creed's finishing up and John Wick three, but Mario is Friday. And we're working on a couple Ooh, of those sponsors. Wednesday. Hopefully over the Mario. summer we'll get a couple more movie theaters yep, on. There board. might be another movie theater. Yeah, we're working two on more. It. Two <laughs> more. Look, look to two the sky. Look to the skies look, for one of them. Yes, that's that's actually look right. Sky, look to the yeah. skies for one of them. But also, don't forget follow us uh, on your favorite podcasting platform. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the show. 
Facebook, Twitter, Instagram are all coming soon as long as as well as our website. We've got website. pictures we got we're pictures gonna be taking soon yeah, too. We yeah, we got the up. website already. And uh, if you like the show, again, please hit your subscribe button on Apple, iTunes, wherever you like and subscribe. And every day of the week, don't forget to stay bucky. Thanks, guys. One breath away and there you will be So young and carefree Again you will see That place in time So gold Still Away Thought that all would last forever, but like the weather, nothing can ever and be in time. Stay gold, but can it be when we can see so vividly? Oh, memory And yes, you say So must a day To fade away And leave a ray of sun So Filled with sorrow and compassion Though not imagined All things that happen Will age to old Though gold Gold, 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 We don't know who hates kids more, Pete or Dallas Winston. Guys, have a great week. We'll see you soon.